All right, we are Romans 12. Dedicated service. Read on the Amplified Version. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice. Oh, this is a good memory verse, too. Holy and well-pleasing to God. Or in some translations, uh, I've heard it where I memorized it was holy and acceptable to God. Which is your rational and logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer. Be con- yeah. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves that what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Verse three, for the grace of God given to me, as I say to every one of you, not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. For just as in one physical body, we have many parts and these parts do not all have the same function or special use. So we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ and individually we are parts of one another, mutually dependent on each other. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak of a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed. If service in the fact of serving or we he who teaches in the act of teaching or he who encourages in the act of encouragement, he who gives with generosity, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy and caring for others with cheerfulness. So these are like people talk about the gifts. Or some, uh, this is not the same as like the fivefold ministry, but this is like the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. Love is to be sincere and active, the real thing, without guile and hypocrisy. Hate what is evil, detest all ungodliness, do not tolerate wickedness, hold on. Oof, that is. Man, those are some powerful words right there. Like, do not tolerate wickedness. It's one thing to read this, but like how to carry that out in actual practical. Because, like, you know, now we live in a world where wickedness is so rampant. And yeah, there's all these like boycotts going on. With, like now they're trying to boycott Chick Fil A apparently because of their diversity and inclusion inclusion stance. And it's like, where do you draw the line, Lord? Like yeah, we live in a bubble. <laughs> like do not tolerate wickedness. It's everywhere. 
Hold on tightly to what is good. Be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members. Of, I see why like so many cults are formed and how people get like super religious. Um, because yeah, they, you can swing all the way to like yeah. I don't know, there's these these big swings you can easily go to because the wickedness is getting so more rampant and so more pervasive in our society. And now here in even Kansas City, we got what do you call it? Yeah, marijuana shops on like every corner. Be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family. Give preference to one another in honor, never lagging behind in diligence. A glow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord. Constantly rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance and strength. Contributing to the needs of God's people, pursuing the practice of hospitality. Verse 14, but bless those who persecute you, who cause you harm or hardship. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, sharing others joy and weep with those who weep, sharing others grief. Live in harmony. That's the name of my church. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, conceited, self-important, exclusive, but associate with humble people, those with a realistic self-view. Do not overestimate yourself. Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought for what is right and gracious and proper proper in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, 
who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray, amen.